Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Ghosting? Coasting? What? Ghosting? Ghosting, coasting. What is ghosting, coasting? And why doesn't our president understand why the price of gas is so high? Joe Biden would like to know. Joe Biden is, is having a congressional panel to look into why gas prices are so high. Joe doesn't know. He doesn't have a clue. Joe Joe would like to. He doesn't understand why gas prices are so high. I'm going to explain it to Joe. But President Biden, if you happen to be listening, or if maybe one of his mutants... Well, listen, someone from the White House definitely checks on my podcast. I guarantee it. I guarantee you there's a Secret Service guy or Homeland Security guy watching my podcast, checking it to make sure I'm not some kind of a kook. So trust me, I'm not. If you could do me a favor, if you're watching it right now, I'm going to explain to you why gas prices are so high. I'm going to let Joe know because Joe can't seem to figure it out. He need he wants Congress to look into why the prices of gas are so fucking high. Well, I'm going to tell you. But then after we talk about that, someone has got to explain to me what ghosting, coasting is and why people are doing it. It makes no sense to me. I, I wasn't brought up that way. My father would be, we would go bonkers. I mean, even, <clears throat> I don't want to get into it. I, I'll, I'll explain to what ghost and coasting is in a second. It, it refers to what's going on um, with employee-employer relationships. I mean, it's already difficult enough to get anybody worth a, worth a uh, I don't know, uh, what do they call it, worth a salt? It, to get anybody that actually works. If you hire someone, they don't even work. And, and trust me, you can't even say anything to them because if you ask them to work, they'll fucking call OSHA on you or they'll call the authorities on you or they'll do something else. My God, I, I can't understand it. And to top all that off, I got to go pick up my daughter from cheerleading again. Uh, apparently, I've, I've assumed the duties of the female. I, my balls are, are hidden somewhere. I, I now have a fucking, I have tits and a slit. And now I, I do the things that women, I wash dishes. I do laundry. I, I'm, I'm emasculated. I mean, forget it. Forget having low T. I got, I got estrogen, apparently, because my wife gets to go to the Red Sox game and go and hang out whatever the fuck she wants, but all I do is work and take care of kids and, hey, whatever, must be nice. I don't know. <laughs> Woo! Whatever. It, it's funny, though. I found my new favorite meme. I don't know if you guys watch the show Heels. 
Great show. It's on stars. I don't, I, I'm going to give it away. I don't care. So, well, you know what? They talk about it anyways. The father in the show, he's not even really on the show. He he kills himself. And there's a scene where they show him killing himself. And I take, that's my meme now. So if somebody asks me, someone says like, oh, kid, day sucks. I send him a video. It's a three-second clip of the guy blowing his brains out. I love it. I love it. It's on my Instagram. At SpazWE, I go check it out. Let's get into Biden because I don't have much time. Because I got to get Presley Ray Paziali from cheerleading. So Joe literally is asking and doesn't understand why the price of gas is so high. He's he's blown away by the fact that gas prices haven't dropped. Now, traditionally, the price of gas does go down a little bit after Labor Day. After the summer season is officially, well, I mean, you know, summer's over, what, today? For real? But Labor Day is usually the end of the driving season and vacation season, so gas prices usually go down traditionally, but they have not gone down. And Joe can't understand why. I'm going to give Joe a couple of reasons why gas prices haven't gone down and gas prices won't go down. And Joe knows this shit. He knows it. He's trying to blame it on something else. He's trying to find another reason. He needs to get a panel. Here's the simple, simple smarts. First off, very simple. You cut oil production in the United States. I I mean, that's the number one answer. Right there, that is the number one. Done. Done. I, I, I'm going to drop the mic. I'm going to walk away. You shut down a pipeline that was going to bring... You shut down a pipeline that was going to bring more oil from Canada to the United States. You shut it down. You're like, fuck that. It's going away. So, done. Simple. I mean, that's it. The, the, the conversation's over, Joe. Oh, there you go. That's it. But there's more. There is... Of, of, of course there's more. You have tougher regulations on gas companies. You're not allowing any drilling on on, uh, national parks or national wildlife places. You're not allowing people to get access in the United States to oil, and you're depending on OPEC nations to get oil. And they're not producing enough oil. They're not reaching the demand, and they're not going to listen to you. They don't want to hear from Joe Biden. They're not worried about Joe. They don't give a fuck about you. We were independent. We didn't need their oil. We had our own. And now gas prices are sky high. And they're not going to go down because there's more people on the goddamn fucking road than ever. But hey, you had all you had your shit together. You knew exactly what you were doing. The second you took office, you said, we're going electric. We're not going to produce oil in the United States. We're going to get it from other countries. That's why gas is high. Done. Do I have to... Re- Honestly... That doesn't take a rocket science to get scientists to get that. And any liberal mutant that wants to fight me on that, bro, I've come find me in Revere. I'm, I'm happy. Let's go. We'll go toe-to-toe on, on the simple fact that gas prices are high because there is a shit ton of people driving, but there have always been a shit ton of people driving. Always. The demand for gas and oil isn't going anywhere. You cut our balls off by... Putting higher regulations on, on, on refineries, that's the big one. We don't have enough refineries in the United States. You are cutting back and making it more difficult for companies to want to build refineries to refine oil. And you close down pipelines and you stop and digging. It's simple. Simple. If you would like to help the American family, Mr. Biden, 
the best way you could help us is by stop to is stop producing oil again in the United States. Stop this crap with going with the push for electric cars. The working class man can't afford it. Between my wife and myself, for example, today, my wife has a, 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 a an Xfinity. No, it's not a fucking Xfinity. Um, the fuck, an Infinity. My wife has an Infinity. I have a um um a a, a, a a Toyota Tacoma, and between the two of them, it's sixty sixty five bucks to fill up the tank. So if she's got to fill up her tank and I got to fill up my tank, it's a hundred and twenty dollars to fill it up, and it's like. Every week, easily. It's once a week, easily. So you're telling me I got to spend $500 a month in gas? Bro, ain't nobody got an extra $500 a fucking month to get around. No one does. The entire United States of America. But let's go a little further, smart-ass Joe. If you would like to help the American people out, you'd figure out a way to make oil here and drive the cost of oil down. So hear me out. It's a two-fold situation. If we're not producing oil here, we need to get oil from somewhere else, which makes the demand for oil higher and puts the power of setting the price of a barrel of oil in the hands of terrorist fucking countries that are part of OPEC. They get to decide how many barrels of oil they make. They get to set the price. But if you make the oil here in the United States and you take care of the demand for oil right here in the United States, we could have a decent price for a gallon of gas. Maybe around two bucks, I think would be fair. I'd like to see it a lot lower than that. I'd love to see it under a do- under two dollars. Of course I would. I don't think that's a reality, but somewhere around two bucks would be okay. Somewhere around a buck seventy-five. I think we could do it if we produced the oil here. Because if we were making oil here, right? If we made oil here, OPEC would have one or two choices. They'd have to drop the price of their barrel so that they could sell their stuff, or they would produce less oil. They're not going to produce less oil. They need to make money. They will produce more oil. Then we'll have a competitive market, and then we can decide whether the price of of the barrel oil in the United States is worth using, or can we go get cheap oil from OPEC because they have now been priced out of the United States with their overpriced shit. It's simple. There, I just summed it up for you. Done. And what would that do for the middle class? I mean, that's like a raise. That's a that's a fucking pay raise. When when the when when gas prices drop to under two dollars, it's a pay raise for the entire United States of America. But when gas prices go up over three uh, three dollars, you get it's a, it's like a tax. It's you're losing money. Why are you losing money? Because across the board, everything goes up. Every fucking, the cost of everything goes up. When the, concept, when the cost of transportation goes up, the cost of food goes up. The cost of all products go up. The cost of shipping. Because, listen, everything in the United States is transported by a truck or a train. And you know what? Fuck it. It's all, everything gets touched by a truck, and that's a guarantee. The ship comes here, it's go, it, might hit, it might go on a train, but eventually it's getting on a truck. So everything to get to your house, it's, it's got to be shipped there. Eventually, you're using fuel to get it to your house. The price of all goods go up. When the price of all goods go up, what else happens? So if I got to pay for, I'll, I'll just use take junk for example. The price of gas, it, it, it's a dagger. 
it cost me over $100 to fill that truck, whereas last year it was 50 bucks. So now my cost just to fill my tank is double. I have to do it three times a week easily. Three hundred. This is one truck. 300 bucks a week in gas times, times four, $1,200. Now, I'm not the only one that went out because the cost to dump, the dump cost has now gone up. But you're going to be dropping, paying $250, $300 a ton to get rid of trash. Now, my cost of a truck went up. I now charge $800 a full truckload. 800 full truckload, 600 for three-fourths, 400 for a half truck. And, and my minimum is $250. I can't even show up. If I showed up to your place for less than $250, I wouldn't make a fucking dime. I'd be there for free. I'd be, I'd be doing you a favor. All because of the cost of gas. Simple. So if you want to help out the middle class man, you could maybe not take your tax because there's a 30 cents tax. 30 cents easily. I think it's 32 cents per gallon. The state gets some money. The federal government gets some money. That would ease things up. You want to give us a break? You care so much about us. Joe Biden, Liz Warren, uh, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Chuck Schumer, AOC. You guys love us so much. You care about us so much. You care about the working man and you want to be on our side. We'll do something about cutting the tax for gas and stop asking questions as to why the price of gas is so high. You know the fucking reason. You know why gas is so high. Gas is so high is because you laid off a thousand people who were building a pipeline. The gas is so high because you stopped digging for oil in the United States. And now you got to bend over and you got to suck cock to get more fucking barrels of oil from OPEC. It's simple. And again, I have to point out that I'm just a nitwit doing a podcast from my basement. And it's basic to me. It's basic. And Joe did. He groveled. He went on his hands and knees to OPEC asking for them to create more oil, to get things ramped up. And OPEC's like, who are you? Who? They laughed at him. They looked, they looked at Joe and they were like, Joe's like, they're like, who? Who are you? You did what? Oh, you think we're going to, we're going to listen to you, bro? You, you ditched people in Afghanistan. You ditched your fucking Americans in Afghanistan. You got 13 people blown up. You're not a president. We're not going to pay. Fuck you. And you do nothing. You know what happens when you say that to Donald Trump? If Donald Trump needed more oil, let me tell you something right now. If President Trump needed more oil from OPEC, they'd be pumping out the barrels. They'd be cranking them out. Because if they didn't, I mean, well, they, I mean, it doesn't really matter because if they didn't, Trump would be like, well, no big deal. We're just going to get the oil from America. If President Trump were, were in office right now, we'd be digging. We're going to lose four years. I want you to understand that we're losing four years of oil company infrastructure right now, because these things will happen again, like the, uh, the, 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 um, I can't think of the name of the pipeline, but whatever, the pipeline that got shut down, it's going to get started up in four years. The next president of the United States will be a Republican. There's no fucking way we're going to have another four years of a liberal mutant. So the next president will kickstart it again. So we're losing four years of that tunnel being built to help get oil down to Texas. Also, the restrictions on building refineries and the number of refineries that can be built in the United States, those are on pause. So no infrastructure for oil companies is being built. No drilling is getting done. Keystone, thank you. The the Keystone pipeline, it will be restarted in, in four years. The problem is we lost four years. So we're going to be four years behind on the oil production. Imagine where we would be if we had these four years and they had four years to build it, where the cost of oil might be four years from now. 
Four years from now, we're looking at $5 a gallon, where if the infrastructure could have continued to be built, if we could continue to drill here in the United States, continue to build refineries, refineries are the most important fucking thing of oil. You need to have more refineries so that they can process the oil. Four years from now, with Trump, if Trump was still president, the refineries would be built, the, 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 the pipeline would be done, we'd be getting crude oil from, from all the way up in bumfuck uh, Canada, sent down here to be refined. It would be simple. But no, four years from now, you're going to be paying $5 a gallon, and the only person you have to blame for it is bullshit policies by Biden, who now is claiming he doesn't know. He doesn't know. That's what he said. Uh, I would like to know, Joe Biden would like to know why the price of gas hasn't gone down. Bro, if you don't know, what I want the, the liberal mutants that are out there to ask me, to answer me this question, or to, to, or to just contemplate this for yourself. If the president of the United States that you voted for doesn't have a fucking clue as to why the price of gas has gone up and hasn't gone down after Labor Day, that's a problem. Because it's one of two things. He's lying to you because he does know, or worse, he doesn't know. And I don't know which one's the bigger issue. Is it a bigger issue that the guy hasn't have a clue as to why the price of gas is up and why that's a problem for the United States of America? Or should you be scared that he's trying to gaslight you into pretending that he had nothing to do with why the gas, why gas prices are so high, so much so that he has to beg the question of, well, why is gas so high? It's, it's OPEC's fault. They won't produce more oil. Now, there are other factors, obviously. When you don't have as many refineries as you would need in a storm like, uh, like the one that hit um, down in Louisiana and Texas a few weeks ago, yep, that fucks up oil production. It does. It does. When you've only got fucking six, seven, eight refineries, when you, sh- when you should have a hundred, when you should have fucking thousands of refineries, you should have way more refineries down south. But so when a hurricane comes, yep, fucks things up. Now, of course, when Ida, thank you, Hurricane. See, man, you guys are on point and I'm not. So when Hurricane Ida hit, yes, that's going to fuck up oil production. Of course it is. There's not that many refineries, so if you can't refine oil, you're fucked. That's the production line for oil. That's what takes that. What that's that's the place where they turn the water into wine. They take they take the dirt, shitty scum, disgusting oil, and they separate it and they make it into fuck and they make it into great usable energy. But if the refineries aren't open and they can't get the ships there and they can't fill up, that they're useless. So that fucks up. So the supply chain gets fucked up. Of course price of gas is going to go up. That's part of it. But you have to look, and that's what the Biden administration will use. The Biden administration will, will say this. They will say, the reason that we don't have, that gas prices are so high is because we had a hurricane and, you know, the production su- the supply has been fucked up. I would say, well, if you didn't have so many restrictions on building refineries, there would be more refineries. Therefore, when a hurricane hit, it wouldn't be an issue. Joe Biden is flat out either lying to your face or he's a buffoon. Ask yourself that question. If the president says in public, I don't know why the price of gas is so high, 
he either really doesn't know, and that's a huge problem and shows gross incompetence, or he is lying to you and wants you to think that he doesn't know, when in fact he knows full well that the reason that we are paying over $3 a gallon in gas is because of his incompetence and because of his stupid move day one. The second that man became president of the United States, the second he took the oath, we were fucked on gas prices. The second he shut down oil production, the second he shut down the Keystone pipeline, the second he decided to put stronger regulations on building new infrastructure for oil here in the United States, stop drilling at wildlife parks, stop drilling at national parks, stop building refineries, was the day he signed the death sentence for the middle class and hiked the shit out of your gas prices, which hiked up your grocery bill, your electric bill, your fucking get ga- your your home gas bill, your home oil bill. Every single thing you buy is through the roof and cost couldn't be higher. And it's all tied into Joe Biden's incompetence on the price of gas. And now he's claiming he doesn't know why it's that fucking high. And he's on his hands and knees begging. He's begging. Terrorist countries that are involved in OPEC, not all of them are terrorists, but he's begging the Middle East for oil when we were oil in, we were oil de- independent here in the United States, and now he's on his hands and knees begging for their loot, begging for the oil. He needs it. He's begging. And they're not putting it forth. They're not coming forth. Why would they? Why would they? They get to set the price. Now they set the price of oil and we can't. We were the biggest oil-producing country the last year that Trump was president. We could set the price of oil. We could use how many barrels of oil we had here in the United States to offset the price of oil throughout the whole world. Oil, is the, is, it's the blood, it's the lifeline of, 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 the, of the world economy. And we had it by the balls. And we could, could set the price. We could go to OPEC and say, hey, do you want to sell oil here? You're going to have to sell it. Way cheaper than we sell it, if you want to sell it here. You see how that sets the standard? All of America's life, lives could have been made better if Joe just stuck with the same thing. But he didn't. And now he's asking the question, I don't, I don't understand why. God doesn't get it. I can't handle it. I can't deal. Honestly, I, I, it, it drives me absolutely nuts. Every time I go to the pump, it drives me bonkers. Every time I go grocery shopping and the price of groceries are through the roof, it drives me insane. And it's all tied to how much gas costs. And simple, simple moves could be made to cut the price down. If Joe doesn't want to produce oil, and here's, here, I'm going to pretend I'm the president of the United States. And I needed oil really bad. I made a bad decision to cut off oil supply in the United States. And now I'm dependent on other countries and I'm fucked. I need oil, right? I need it. Well, I would call OPEC and I would just say this. I mean, this is just me as a negotiator. I would just go there and say, hey, look, I need more oil. You're going to produce it. And they would say no. And I say, look, if you don't fucking produce oil, then I'll just stop producing oil here in the United States. Or I would even say, you know what? I won't produce any oil if you if you give us more barrels. Then they would produce it. If you had balls, if you learn how to, if you knew how to negotiate with somebody, hold them by their over the fucking fire, over the flame, and say, "Hey, look, I'm, I'm, if if you don't give me oil, I'm gonna create my own. So you're either gonna give it to me, or I'm gonna open the floodgates in the United States again. That's that's simple. See, I'm not, I'm, I'm in my basement, and I get it. It's that easy. 
Done. You want cheaper gas prices? There it is. There's the answer. I'm going to... I'm, uh, hey, OPEC. Send me oil. Eh, what, excuse me? No? Okay, no biggie. See you later. Where are you going, Joe? Uh, I'm going to make a phone call, and I'm going to open up. I'm going to I'm going to ease the restrictions on refineries. I'm opening up the key. Uh, I'm going to stop building the Keystone fucking pipeline again, and we're going to drill all over the United States. Go fuck yourself. Bye. Done. See, see how easy that is. And then everybody's life is easier. They they're they're in Congress right now fighting over a three trillion dollar infrastructure bill that's gonna cost, that's gonna fuck us and that's buried with all sorts of extra taxes in it of where the middle class is surely going to get taxed and they can't do us the one favor the one thing that would truly help us out would be to figure out a way to get gas under two dollars a gallon it would save the American family a ton of money on the cost of goods and the cost of every single thing you get is tied to the price of fucking gas. Simple. All right, what time is it, man? I gotta. Does anybody get a fucking watch? I gotta figure this out. I gotta go get my uh, Presley's that cheerleading. Before we get to, before I go, I ha- I have to get to this to this issue that's going on in the United States. It's called ghosting, coasting. I was just reading an article on ghosting. Coasting has to do with with the employment problem that we have in the United States. But I, it, listen, I I don't think it's the imp- it, it's an employment problem again as much as it is the way kids are growing up so clearly we have a problem with getting people to work in the united states we have 10 million plus opening there are 10 million 10.7 i think or 10.1 million jobs available in the united states but yet we have something like 7 point something or 8 million unemployed seems like we have 2 million more jobs than we have people seeking jobs so we shouldn't have an employment problem now, I could get into the conversation about how people don't want to work because they get all the benefits from the government to stay home. That's, a, that's clear, and that's a huge problem. But there are people that are going to work, but they're ghosting, coasting is what they're calling it, on employers. What that means is they take a job, they go work there for one day, and, and when they feel like it's too, they, they work there for a second, and they realize, oh, this job's too hard for me. This job's too difficult. And the jobs that these are, are like bussing tables, washing dishes, taking out the trash, cleaning the fucking bathrooms, those kind of jobs. So this is true. I can't do, do this kind of work. So now in the United States, and it's the younger generation, the younger generation is ghosting, coasting. I already talked about the criminals getting paid and uh, uh, someone just brought something about criminals in San Francisco. Go check out an earlier podcast. Um, so now we have a problem in the United States where the young workforce doesn't want to work their way up. The young workforce would like to start as the boss and they don't want to clean the toilet. They don't want to learn what it's like. They don't want to learn how to get work ethic. They don't want to learn how to, you know, what it takes from the bottom up. So we'll just use McDonald's. You know, they don't want to learn that when they first start working at McDonald's, their job at at the beginning is they're going to be taking out the trash and cleaning dishes. There are dishes to clean at McDonald's. I worked there before. Doing that stuff. And then you might move up from there to, I I don't know, work in the fryer later. Maybe you'll go from the fryer later. You'll be the egg flipper. Then maybe you'll work your way up to the uh, the cashier or to the ice cream or to the, um, you know, the, the checkout window, the drive-through window, and then you'd be like the swim, the, the crew trainer or the swing shift manager, and then the manager, and then the general manager. No, they just want to be the boss. They want to be the owner. They don't want to put in the work. 
So they're gonna ghost you. They're gonna ghost you. Ghost and coast. I don't. I don't know exactly why they call it that. So now people. This is the. This is the problem. Millions of kids are taking jobs. They're showing up for one day, and then they don't even quit. They don't have the decency to call the boss and say, "This isn't for me." They don't have the decency to say, "Hey, I'm gonna give my two weeks notice. I'm out of here." They just never go back, and they never call the boss. And that's parenting. That's on you. I would never let my fucking kid do that. Let me tell you something. If my son got a job and he didn't want to work there, I would say, bud, if you don't want to work at the job, that's fine. You need to call your boss and give him two weeks notice and you need to work for the two weeks until he can find someone or even more. I might be like, bro, you're not quitting. I might even force him into working. Like, you're not quitting. Fuck you. You're going to work there for at least two more weeks. And then if you don't want to do it after two weeks, you call your boss and you tell your boss, it ain't for you. And then you're going to work two weeks. You don't just tell someone, uh, you you run from a responsibility is basically what it is. My daughter, the other day, right? So we got my daughter into cheerleading, Presley Ray. She's beautiful. Say tick. She has this, she does this new dance. It's tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, boom, dynamite, boom, dynamite, whatever. We got her into cheerleading. The other day she was complaining and moaning because it's a busy day for her. She doesn't want to do it anymore. And her mom's and her mom, I, I mean Kaylee, I was like, what the fuck? Kaylee's like, all right, honey, if you don't want to do it, I'll call your coach and tell you and say that you don't have to do it. And I, and I kid, my head, my head went boom, dynamite. I said, excuse me? She goes, yeah, we're just going to tag. Oh, no, we're not. I went to my daughter and I said, Presley, unfortunately, you're going to have to stay in the cheerleading team for the rest of the year, go to all the practices. You're going to have to be there until the end. And then at the end of the season, if you don't want to be a cheerleader anymore, you don't have to do it next year. But you said you were going to join the team. You're bound to the commitment to be there. They expect you to be there. The rest of the team needs you to be there. You're fucking going. And I didn't swear at her, but she's going. She's at cheerleading right now. Simple. There are commitments, and if you don't keep your kids to the commitments or teach your kid that if that, that there is a consequence to not having a responsibility, then that shit's on you, and it's ruining our country. So right now, the kids that are ghosting, coasting, this is on the parents. You raised a fucking pussy-ass kid that doesn't have the balls to go into his boss and say, this isn't for me. I don't want to do it. There's no problem with that. Listen, I don't, I don't want you working at a job if you don't want to. If you don't want to be at a job, don't be at a fucking job. I'm not telling you you're gonna work at a job just because you said you would. But you gotta have the decency. Trust me, an employer doesn't want someone that doesn't want to be there either. Nobody wants a disgruntled employee. But give the decency to call. Be a man. Be a fucking man. Call. Talk to the boss. Say this isn't for me. I'm going to move on. And if you found another job, tell them. Tell them. Face up to it. Tell them. Don't just disappear. Fucking tell them. You go in, you tell your boss, and you say, hey, look, I found another job. I told my employer that I'm going to be working for, that I have to do the right thing by you. I'm going to give you two weeks. And listen, the employer is probably going to be like, dude, fuck off. No worries, man. I, I don't even want you here for two weeks. But just disappear, just taking off. And, and and what's worse is nine out of ten times, you're not even dealing with the owner of the company. You're dealing with somebody else that doesn't want to deal with this shit. You're dealing with the manager that's like, fuck, I just want someone to show up to work. And if they're not going to come, I want them to have the balls to call me and tell me that they're not going to be here when I'm expecting them to be here. 
But that's what that's what we're raising for kids. And now you're starting to see the effect of it. The effect of it is double fold now because you have 8 million people that don't want to work because they're getting benefits from the government to keep them out. And then you have a whole new generation of kids that think it's okay to take a job, show up day one, realize it's too, too fucking hard for you. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. That's what I would say to my kid. You're, you're fucked. If you can't handle that, if you can't wash dishes, and I would lean in. I'd be like, Narium, if you can't wash dishes, you're fucked. What do you mean that? I, I'm telling you, this is what I mean. If you can't figure out how to wash dishes or washing dishes or taking out the trash is too tough for you, that's easy shit. That's easy. Wait till you get a job with pressure. Wait till you get a real fuck. You think you're going to get a... You think you're going to get a real job? You think you're going to handle the real? I got news for you. The, the, the kids... And no wonder... Honestly, and I ain't even trying to start shit. No wonder the suicide the suicide rate in the United States is through the roof. Because kids can't deal. Because their parents don't teach them how to deal. Their parents tell them it's okay to start a job day one and then ghost and coast. And meaning... Don't take responsibility for it. If parents take care of all oh, the coaches being mean to you, I'll handle it, honey. You don't have to go to cheerleading anymore. Your teacher's being tough. I got it. You're raising a bunch of kids that are going to screw our country in the long term. Think about that. Ghosting, coasting is a problem. And it's on you as parents. Two nights in a row, I got to preach to you motherfuckers. I shouldn't be the moral compass when it comes to being dad in the United States of America. But it's simple. It's simple. It's fucking simple. Gas prices are high. Uncle Joe, we know why. Because you fucked us. Kids are ghosting and coasting. Well, you know why. Because you fucked your kid. You screwed your fucking kid up. Damn fucking good. That's why. Because you raised a kid that without any responsibility. And now we can't get people to work. Because washing the dishes is too fucking hard. All right, guys, I got to go. I got to go pick up my daughter. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. I do the podcast. I do this this podcast. It's so different. It's so tough. Coming up with something to talk about and talk to myself for a half hour. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, thanks for listening. Please do share the podcast. If you like something on the show, comment about it. Most people are listening on Apple Podcasts. The podcast that I did yesterday got over 3,000 streams. The one that I did on on Gabby, uh, the, the, the podcast that I did on Gabby Petito, uh, 10,000 10, uh, 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 streams on on Apple Podcasts. People are people are tuning in. People are, yeah, dude, my, my wife, she went to the Sox game, bro. Must be nice. All right, God bless. God bless America.